0: Have you ever lost something really important and you just couldn't find it? Your car keys, your COVID vaccine form, the password to your 401k? I bet it was frustrating, but probably not as bad as losing a $193 million spacecraft. That's not something that happens every day, but it did happen, and it happened to a group of scientists at NASA about 25 years ago. Back then, like today, Mars was on our minds. And in 1998, NASA began to launch a series of short missions to Mars to gather information about the planet that could one day lead to larger investments and discoveries. One of those missions involved a small spacecraft called the Mars Climate Orbiter. The orbiter had antenna and solar panels and was about as tall as LeBron James. And the mission began as a success. It launched in December of 1998 and slowly made the long trek all the way to Mars. For a while, everything seemed to be going according to plan. Until it wasn't. About nine months later, something happened. In September of 1999, NASA suddenly lost all contact with the orbiter. The orbiter was literally lost in space. After 24 hours of frantically trying to reestablish connection, NASA called off its search, and declared the mission a failure. It was a $193 million mistake. NASA had a lot to say about that, but in its after-action report, it did make one very surprising revelation. The problem with the orbiter wasn't hardware. It was human. During the development stage, two teams were working on the navigator system for the orbiter. One used English units, the other used metric. The result The navigation system was off by just the smallest of margins, but big enough to throw the whole trajectory off course. We'll never know for sure what happened, but it's likely that the orbiter entered either too high or too low, and in that process, blew up. It's a tragic ending, but here's where it gets really interesting. We should never have lost the orbiter. It turns out that two scientists working on the navigation system noticed this discrepancy early on and tried bringing it to the attention of senior engineers. Their concerns were noted and largely ignored. The feedback system broke down, communication stalled, and for that, NASA paid a very steep price. Welcome back to another episode of I Wish They Knew, a show where leaders in business and education share a tip practice, or insight they wish others knew more about. I'm Joe Hirsch. This episode of I Wish They Knew is different than some of our other previous shows because today I want to take a closer look at why things like the orbiter disaster happened and to share a powerful wish that's going to get some more attention here during a Spotlight series we're running in May. More on that in just a bit. But here's the wish. I wish more people knew that listening is learning. If we really wanna achieve better results in our work, our relationships, even our character, we need to do a lot less telling and selling and a lot more listening and learning. If you're a leader, you're definitely doing your fair share of talking. In a typical day, leaders do lots of talking to the people all around them. They deliver feedback, they communicate goals, they manage crises. But a critical attribute of good leadership is listening. Good listening can help you understand other people's attitudes and motivations. It can help you build cooperative and productive relationships. It can even alert you to situations or individuals you might be better off avoiding. For some, listening comes naturally. When others speak, these leaders eliminate all the noise and all the distractions and engage fully with whomever is talking. If you're in the company of these people, you can feel the intensity of their focus They're just totally locked in. Other leaders, not so much. The good news is that listening can be learned and, once it is, can lead to better learning. I think it starts with knowing the difference between reflexive listening and reflective listening. When we get bad news, we have a tendency to want to produce quick, reflexive responses. We want to be seen doing something, taking action, solving problems, And for many of us, that has been the case during this pandemic. But in our frantic search for solutions, we may be missing the fundamental problem. The key issue that was shared by others, but not heard by us. We were too busy doing to actually notice. Remember those two engineers at NASA who sounded alarms about the orbiter's flawed navigation system? The program directors were so focused on keeping the launch schedule on track that they didn't take the time to fully absorb the impact of what they were hearing. The message was delivered, but the meaning wasn't received. The likelihood that some discrepancy could cause a system failure was so remote, it wasn't worth scrapping months of development for what seemed like nothing more than a rounding error. Oops. So the next time you get a crisis communication and find yourself rushing towards a response, slow things down and reflect more deeply about what you're hearing. Ask yourself, what hope or fear or concern is this person trying to communicate? What assumptions is this person making? And what do I know that may support or weaken those views? Part of slowing things down means giving yourself time to think. It's called wait time and it's a technique that's used by teachers, comedians, actors, and professional speakers. carefully considered period of time that creates a well-placed impact. By shifting from a reflexive to a reflective approach, we become more attuned to the signals going on all around us. Which brings us to a new Spotlight series that launches next week on this show. To mark Mental Health Awareness Month in May, we're dedicating a few upcoming episodes to exploring ways we can become more aware of the quiet, sometimes unspoken messages all around us, especially when it comes to mental health and well-being. This pandemic has raised the volume on these concerns, both in the workplace and outside it, and there are steps that we can take to become better allies, advocates, and yes, listeners, to those who are dealing with a range of issues. We have a fantastic guest lineup each of whom is going to bring a different perspective to the challenges and opportunities of addressing mental health, and I can't wait to share them with you. So be on the lookout for that Spotlight series coming your way, and until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. For more ideas on how to communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.